Many course creators put a large amount of content in their course, thinking that it gives more value to their course. However, more often they overwhelm their students with giving too much content. When a student is overwhelmed, they actually stop taking action. In this episode, we are going to talk about how you can make sure you put the right amount of content in your course every single time. Being an effective course creator doesn't have to be difficult. It's all about choosing the right techniques, mastering a few key strategies, and teaching your content effectively. Welcome to the She's Building a Dream podcast. With thousands of listeners, it's the go-to podcast for course creators dedicated to helping you make your online course more effective and efficient. I'm your host, Kristen Moss. I've been an entrepreneur for over eight years, but before that, I was a teacher with a master's degree for 10 I'll show you my framework for transforming your online course into a course that actually gets your students results, which will showcase you as the expert you are, bring in more student testimonials, more referrals, and ultimately more sales. Let's transform your life and legacy starting right now. So how can you be sure you put the right amount of content in your course? So many people question this for a variety of reasons. One of them being we want to make sure that we are delivering value to our students. When someone pays us for our knowledge, we want to make sure that we are actually giving them the knowledge, right? And giving them what they paid us for. So it can be kind of a mindset issue sometimes, as well as uh, how much do I add for that amount of value? And it can be really scary to know, are we adding enough or are we adding too much content? And it's a really hard question to answer because everyone's course is different. The solution that they're providing in their course is different, and it's at a different level. When we are talking about a course that is teaching you how to knit a baby hat, versus a course on how to be a profitable knitter on Shopify. I just totally pulled that out of thin air. But when we are talking about those two different things, they are at a very different level. So there is no magic number of the amount of modules or PDF guides or videos that you need to have in a course to make it effective. What it all comes down to is these two things. One, make sure you are solving a problem. One overall problem with micro problems that lend to that. So for an example, if you are working with productivity, weight loss, meal planning, you want to make sure that you are always scaffolding that outcome. So you are solving many problems along the way. There's one overarching problem that you are solving in your course and you want to make sure your entire course leads to that solution. But you also want to make sure that there are small little problems all along the way that you are solving for people because it gives people almost gratification to know that they are getting somewhere. Once they solve one problem, it's almost addicting. They want to solve the next problem because they feel so much better. So I want you to think about, first of all, what is the big problem that you solve? And then what are the micro problems that you can solve within that problem that will lead to that outcome? Those are the things that need to be in your course. Everything you do should also have an objective. What actions do they need to take to get them from A to B? So if you are teaching someone to lose 50 pounds, what do they need to master first? It's very overwhelming to all of a sudden have to lose 50 pounds. How can you teach them the small little steps along the way? What's the first objective that you are teaching them? Maybe it is the first objective is 
the right foods to eat for breakfast. That small. So what will they be able to do at the end of that? Well, you might say something like students will be able to, and you have to say what it is they will be able to do. These learning objectives serve as the roadmap for both you and the people in your course, guiding them towards specific outcomes all along the way. If you are seeing this as almost like a roadmap, like you're going on a long road trip, but you have little stops along the way that you are taking, that will really help. Think about if you were going on a 400-mile road trip. You probably have little stops you need to take along the way, using the bathroom, maybe getting something to eat, something like that. If you have small children, maybe you need to get them outside to run and stretch their legs, something like that, right? We have these little steps along the way. When you are teaching someone a big problem to solve, like losing 50 pounds, we have to have little steps along the way. Those little tiny things will make them feel like they are actually finding success and it will help them to keep going. These learning objectives, when we say students will be able to, we need to have them be clear and specific statements that outline what students should be able to achieve by the end of your course. All of these objectives should lead to the final objective. Keeping that content aligned with these objectives helps learners to stay on track and helps them to stay focused. Your students will be way more focused if they are actually getting results all along the way versus getting the one result at the very end. So I want to give you a couple of objective examples first. One of them is saying something like this. At the end of this module, learners will be knowledgeable about the impact of sleep on weight loss and will be able to adopt better sleep habits to enhance their weight loss efforts. There we go. That's one little piece of the 50-pound weight loss journey. I'm not a health and nutrition coach, but that's one little piece you could add in, right? Another objective. At the end of this lesson, participants will be able to analyze food labels effectively, making informed choices that align with their weight loss goals. There, we're teaching food labels. So what will they be able to do by the end of that lesson? And here's another example. At the end of this module, learners will be equipped with practical tips and strategies for overcoming emotional eating and developing a positive relationship with food. When you have these things all along the way, we are making sure that we are putting the right amount of content in our course. When you are solving these small problems all along the way, you will have the exact right amount of content for your students. So how can you make sure you put the right amount of content in your course? Making sure that each step aligns with the outcome of the course, the promised solution that you promise them. And then I want you to also be thinking about this specific statement, and I'll try to put this in the show notes as well. When you're thinking of learning objectives, you need to think of these things. Who? Will do. How much or how well. Of what. By when. Think of those learning objectives for every single one of your modules and your lessons in your course. I know it sounds tedious, but it will help you to see what is necessary in your course and what is not necessary. Because we know that when we give our students too much content, it overwhelms them. And overwhelmed students stop taking action. That means they will stop listening to your course. They will stop going through the content. They will stop all of it. And then we won't get people results. 
So this is one key little secret to help you getting your students more results in your course by making sure that you have the right amount of content.